Thanks for tuning in to the Chapel Valley Midweek Podcast. We're glad you're here. Make sure to stick around until the end of the episode to find out how you can join in the conversation. Until then, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Chapel Valley Midweek Podcast, where we discuss real-life topics and answer questions inspired by our most recent sermons. I'll be your host today, Kelsey, and I'm joined by Cole and Anne, who you'll hear from now because we're going to start things off as we always do with our off-topic question. And we are going to flip last week's off-topic question. We had asked uh, what your least favorite ice cream flavor was, and now we're going to go positive. What is your favorite ice cream flavor? And I'm going to start with you, Cole. You know, there are a lot of really, really good ice cream flavors. I'm just a fan of ice cream in general. Um, Controversial take. Yeah, extremely. Um, So picking one isn't super easy, but I'll go with the one that, like, I'll never turn down. There are some times where I'm like, oh, I'm in the mood for this or I'm in the mood for that. But if you have mint chocolate chip ice cream, I will never turn it down. Mint chip ice cream is the bomb. It's so good. Yeah, it is good. I agree, but I need to be in the right mood for it. Oh, I'm, I'm always in the mood. Yeah, I'm not like always in the mood for it. Yeah, it's it's I and I don't mean to be insulting here. It's almost too basic for me in some ways. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, you know, why you know is why break why change something that isn't broken you know why why fix something that isn't broken it's it's stayed a classic for so long because it's so good it doesn't need to change or be sophisticated i mean it doesn't unless it wants to be my favorite Mm, and it does gotta change a little and what about you you know, it's funny because last week I talked about how I don't like Blue Moon because it's way too sugary and I don't like sh- cotton candy and it's like cotton candy flavored. So this might seem controversial <laughs> with what I'm about to say, but I absolutely love birthday cake ice cream. Like, oh, it's what? just like cake batter. Like, have you ever had cake batter ice cream? They take like ice cream and they mix cake batter. No, yeah, I know what it is. I'm just realizing now that you're my sworn enemy in life. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh dear. Oh, I'll take it back. I'll lie. I'll say something different. (laughs) I just, you know, I wasn't on the episode last week. um, So I didn't get to talk about my least favorite ice cream. But that is in the top two. What? For me. Oh no, it's, it's so it's good. too it's too much. I know, I know. It is, but I, I love it and I, I, I don't care that it's too much. Oh I'm sitting right next to Kelsey right now and she's looking something up and I realized I've actually said the wrong answer. And No no no, you said your <laughs> I know, I know so I have to give it to Kelsey, but it's it's Kelsey's answer is really good. Um, and I, I can't go that sweet, but I do love, I went through a phase of like only really dark chocolates, but Mm. I have settled on my absolute favorite is pralines and cream. Um, Mm. and I, I, the first time I had it was at Baskin Robbins back in California. And my mom was like, oh, this was the like ice cream in the ice cream cake at my parents wed at my mom and dad's wedding um 
And pralines, like, if it's not something you're familiar with, it's, like, a very much a southern kind of thing where it's, like, if you mix up, like, nuts and sugar and vanilla into this, like, kind of marzipan-y, like, kind delicious, caramely, sugary nut confection. And then you just throw that in some really, like, yummy, rich, vanilla-ish ice cream. So I ended up, uh, when we got married, I only had, like, a few things that I was set on that I really wanted. And one of them was for our wedding cake. I wanted it to be an ice cream cake with pralines and cream ice cream. And so Mm. it was done, and it changed a lot of people's lives that day. That's true. A lot of people had never had it before and came up during the reception and were like, this is so great. I've never had it, and now I want some. You should. They, uh, at the uh, local grocery store in our area, they serve, They have a uh, uh, a brand of, of um, ice cream, like the, the store brand that has a caramel praline ice cream. And it's and you not don't even have to same. go to the store. You just need to like fifty percent of the time when you're at our house, we will have some in the freezer. That is true. That's true. Okay, deal. I'll try and have some the next time you're around. Okay, I will uh, remember if, that and take you up on it. Do if it. anybody has any like suggestions out there on ice creams that they love or that we should try, feel free to email us at info at Chapel Valley because I always love more ice cream suggestions i also do yeah you can email us as info at chapelvalley.org but anyways let's get serious well this past sunday we had the privilege of listening to pastor jay share the second in his series um love like it matters and this one was love others like it matters and it is just continuing this idea of like not just embracing like the love that god has for us but taking that love and putting it out into the world um which i don't know about you guys has been just great to be contemplating and to focusing on for like how do i really embrace this and bring it out in my own life um and there was a scripture that Pastor Jay had gotten into um, right at the beginning that I really loved that he brought up in Galatians 5, verse 6. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. And this, like for context a little bit, is Paul writing to the church in Galatia and saying like, listen, you guys are focused on the wrong things. You're focused on like, the law and like all these little details about like what is right and like what makes you a good christian in a very outward way but this is paul laying it down the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love and that just alone is a lot to unpack but i think the thing that really cemented what that can look like for me is for those that don't know This was not just a regular Sunday with teaching and worship, but uh, this was Andrea and Jung's last Sunday, um, two really great members of our congregation that have been a huge part of worship, of intercessory prayer, that have just been here at the church with us for the last three years, growing with us. Um, And they are now relocating to Lincoln, Nebraska, um, 
And it was such an interesting time because I think people from an outward perspective can look at somebody leaving and see that only as a hard thing or as just like something to be sad about. But this, like, the service really meant a lot to me because we did things differently and there was times of prayer and of just, like, seeing them out in the correct way. And I know that you had said that that was something that you weren't really used to. Yeah, no, I really, that's something that I just love about Chapel Valley and one of the reasons why I've decided to make it my church and to attend is just the the genuine drive and the genuine value that we place in discipleship and really sending people out. You know, yes, we, we want people to come. We want people to experience Christ and Jesus and we want them to experience love and hospitality. But like there is this real sort of movement and sort of just value that we put in discipleship and helping people to feel empowered to go out there and disciple and to, you know, not necessarily like just cling to no you have to stay with us you have to stay here like you know like because I've seen that happen before not just with um, John and Andrea but also with other people when there's this opportunity to leave the church we bless them and we empower them and we pray over them and we send them out you know with prayer and with blessing and I just think that's that's something I haven't experienced before at other churches that I've gone to And every time it's happened at Chapel Valley, I just get reminded of how powerful that is and how much I value that we that we do that at our church and that, you know, as a congregation, we come together and we pray over them and we really do just provide blessing and prayer. And, you know, we just I just think that's so powerful and important as a church body to do, because it says that in the word like that we are to as a church, we are to you know, bless and equip people so that they can go out and continue to build the kingdom and be disciples and to be evangelists and to be teachers. And, um, and so I just, that was really a special moment for me. Uh, cause it is, a, it is bittersweet, you know, obviously we'll miss them, but it's also just, it's a reminder that, you know, God does sometimes open new doors for us and we need to lead, go through that. And we as a church are still called to you know, continue to pray for them, continue to um, just be thankful for the times, you know, for the time that they came and for what they were able to do. But there is this like move of, hey, let's let's bless you and let's, you know, make sure that um, we help you kind of along your way. Yeah, it almost feels like a greater reflection of like what can happen on an individual level, because like you can think about it like God's love is something that gets poured out into your life and you have the choice on what you do with that, whether you like reflect that love out into the world or whether you like kind of keep it to yourself, like a precious commodity. And in that same way, like a church congregation, like God blesses us with amazing people that come into our lives that sometimes are only there for a season. Sometimes they just need to come and receive something and then be sent out like for any period of time. And there are a lot of different churches that have had different approaches for sure of like almost that same like individual instinct of like, I have to hoard this. It's a precious commodity. I can't let this person go because they they belong here. They're part of our church. And instead looking at it as like, no, this is somebody that like has a further purpose that is like that 
embodiment of love going out into the world. And that's really important. And I, I don't think like it can be valued enough. Um, I'm curious though, like for you guys, because specifically Chapel Valley, I don't know about you, but when I came here, what I knew was that uh, our church had already like, we had been a mobile church for like a long time, but even without a church building, it was a church that was training people up that had like lots of programs for equipping young people in ministry and stuff. Was that something that ever like you guys appealed to you guys or you thought like this was an important part of our church? Uh, yeah. So when I came to Chapel Valley, um, I was still very young and didn't really have a home church. And so seeing people that were, um, they were in like the next stage of life. So I could like see, you know, if I were to be with this church and to do the things that these people are doing, you know, th that would be like the next step based on like my understanding of how that worked. And, and uh, I think that that led me to kind of press in a little bit more and to, and to ask questions and to try and do stuff. By the time that I actually uh, became a member at Chapel Valley, um, the like e ELN is the program that most of the people on staff have uh, gone through. And uh, by the time that I kind of um, was a full on member that was not around anymore. And so I was kind of just looking for any way to get involved more and prayed about it. And, and ultimately uh, that led to uh, sort of an internship for me that I'm, I'm kind of on hi hiatus from right now, but uh, due to just life happening, but like th those types of things and, and, and the amount that all of the people that know more want to pour into young people is extremely important to me. And I think that, um, I think that the Lord calls out people to pour out to people. I don't, I don't think that we're meant to, you know, just kind of like stew in the teachings ourselves and not, converse about them and talk through them and like learn from them so i think um yeah it, it is really important and and i'm very uh glad to be seeing that still um there are some programs still going around um sli is still around uh right now i, I think I, I think they're on summer vacation so i don't think there's any classes going right now but um there are definitely other ways that I think people are just trying to invite people in and to get them more involved. Yeah, I think like just even the the small groups that have formed, some for fellowship yeah. and some more with a like teaching and like um, training positioning to them. I I think that no matter what season it is, no matter like where Chapel Valley's at, it's always going to have that heart for like, how do we help people grow? How do we develop them in what God wants to do? Yeah. And that's definitely something that 
appealed to me from the beginning is just the amount of teachers that are in our congregation and who are able and willing to teach and to serve. Um, that just was always something that appealed to me. And I know for me, when I first joined, I kind of joined with the intention to be part of some kind of ministry because uh, I knew Zach and he's in charge of the creative ministry. And he had told me like, oh, you know, you should, because he knew that I had an interest in video and that I wanted to get into the video industry. And he was like, well, if you want, like, you should come to our church. Like, we need help with our AV unit or our AV ministry. And we'd love to have you, like, come and get plugged in. And so pretty shortly after I joined, I kind of got plugged in right away to a ministry. And I was really grateful for that because it gave me a purpose to, you know, like, obviously I was going there and I was worshiping and I was getting filled with the word and worship and fellowshipping, but it gave me a purpose and a, a way to serve and give back right away and also sort of an opportunity to get to know people a little more quickly because sometimes I think when you join a congregation it can take time to really develop relationship and get to know people but when you're serving in a ministry there's just more opportunity for that and so that was something I really appreciated was how quickly and how open and how willing you know, even though I was brand new, wasn't even a full member, wasn't even, you know, like, yes, this is going to be my church and I'm going to, you know, serve here. They were very open and willing to just have me come and just step in and help and um, really just right away kind of jump and get my feet wet in a sense with ministry. But yeah, that was my sort of experience and something, like I said, that I just really did love and appreciate about Chapel Valley. And one of the reasons why I, I, why I stayed. Yeah, I, I think that's like a huge encouragement within all of that and i think it's something that like sometimes people really struggle with is how to feel more connected in the church or where to get involved or like there can be no doubt that every sunday pastor jay or whoever's speaking is like pouring into the congregation and is like speaking like from the heart of like this is what god is trying to share with us but i also think there's a part of it that is like oh, if you are struggling to find out like how to get more connected or like how do I feel more poured into, like if these are things that you have, serving is one of the biggest ways to get involved. And that can sound at first like, oh, why would I serve? Like that's me pouring into the church. Um, But I think in a lot of ways, it's very difficult like it's not what you expect because like this past Sunday, the sermon kind of like led into this idea of how when we love others the way that God does, when we grow in that, our instinct at first can be like, oh, it's it's the people we're loving that are impacted. But ultimately, like even more than that, when you love others with God's love, it changes you on a deep level. And I think like the same applies to service is you can go into it thinking like, I'm going to serve and that's going to, I'm going to be pouring into other people, but ultimately it changes you on an important level. And sometimes that can be a little like spiritualized of like, Oh, only if you're on the worship team, only if you are doing these glamorous things. But like, honestly, some of the, like the best lessons I've learned about God and about what he, like how to love other people better come from when I'm serving in what can feel like the least glamorous areas. 
So I think that's like a huge way I would encourage people to seek out, you know, like, hey, I'm just trying to figure out like, where do I fit in here? Like, hey, just ask where you can help out. Because just by opening your heart in that way, like people will pour into you in that and you will be changed as you continue to have that open heart. I can't stress that enough. And if you are listening to this and you're like, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I want to be. How can I get more plugged in? How can I, you know, continue to experience God's love in this way? And more importantly, like be changed by it and show that love to other people. There are so many ways to get involved. Um, And I know everybody that's on staff at Chapel Valley that's already helping out would love to include you. So if that's something that you're interested in at all, or if you just are in need of prayer, in need of somebody to talk to, in need of support, then any questions, any prayer requests, anything you want to share with us, you can email us at info at chapelvalley.org because we would love to pray with you, connect with you, and just hear from you. So thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks for joining us for the Chapel Valley Midweek Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it, but now we encourage you to join in the conversation by submitting any questions you may have or just sharing what the Lord is doing in your life by emailing us at info at We can't wait to hear from you and make sure to tune in next week.